In today's episode, I talked to Katie Love, a passionate athletic superhuman who lives with a multitude of syndromes that affect her daily life. They are unpredictable, unforgiving and relentless. But despite this, Katie adapts and cracks on. She reaches for her mountain bike whenever she can and shares the escapism that bikes give her. But just before we do that, don't forget to head on over to the Girls on Wheels website and subscribe to the newsletter, where you can keep in the loop about upcoming guests and episodes and be in with a chance to get involved. And please give the pod a follow on Instagram and Facebook at Girls on Wheels Podcast. And check out the pod's number one supporter, Shawnee at Shred Lucky Girl. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Girls on Wheels. This is another superhuman episode and today I am joined by Katie Love, who is the exhausted cyclist on Instagram. And Katie, you got in touch with me on Insta, didn't you, and said about the pod and how you'd love to come on and share your story. So welcome to the the podcast, mate. I'm glad that you could make it. (laughs) Yeah, we've we've tried a few times, haven't we? And like, Typically, I guess you you just couldn't make it because of hospitals and stuff. So yeah. we're fi- we're finally here now, though. So that's good, and I'm glad that you're you're all right and you've got the beans to do this. So thank you for yeah giving your precious energy to this podcast because I imagine when you've got the energy, you yeah you just want to run with it. But yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries. Do you want to um? start then and sort of tell us because you yeah superhuman episode because you're sort of diagnosed with a few things that I can't even pronounce and I don't want to do you the disservice of trying to pronounce it and I don't really know what it is either and I bet you people that are listening won't know so yeah over to you Katie do you want to sort of share what yeah what goes on for you Yep. So a lot of people don't know what it is. Um, It's called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Um, It's kind of an umbrella term for a lot of different types of it. So you've got Marfans, you've got the vascular side, you've got the hypermobility side um, and a few others. Um, I got diagnosed with the hypermobility type, um, but I'm not classically what you would call hypermobile. Because a lot of people say, oh, hypermobile, oh, that means like you should be really bendy, you should be able to like just do crazy stuff with your joints. Um, yeah. I typically can't do that, but I can dislocate a lot of joints. Um, what, if, if yeah. you just wanted to, as like yeah. a party trick? Yeah, so like I can do my wrists quite easily. Oh my so. God, have you ever done it as a, I'm just, I obviously, you, you've you've probably listened to some of our podcasts and yeah. I will make light out of heavy <laughs> shit. So this isn't to diminish what you're going through. It's just how I coped with all my shit. So yeah. have you ever like just, you know, done it as a joke to someone yeah. to make them go, Whoa. yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah. don't do that. It's even like holding oh. my, my boyfriend's hand. Like if we were walking down the street and it would just like pop and stuff and he's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, God, so, yeah, because it's yeah. bad enough when someone clicks their fingers. Yeah. Let alone. Yeah. So. Joints. Okay, so, oh, you've got a. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's making me. I just don't even want to think of the noise of that. Oh. I could do it, but I'm not yeah. going to, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could. Does it hurt? 
Um, it can do, but a lot of the time I'm just so used to it now. It's normally if it yeah. if I work it too hard to so say like a mountain bike and there's a lot of like rocky sections and stuff, it can then begin start to hurt. So I do have braces that I wear um right. that can help. Um but I try not to wear them too much because then you lose the muscle that you have to try yeah. and keep it all sort of like connected. So Okay. Yeah, no, don't do it now. Not, <laughs> not if it's going to hurt you. So sorry, I interrupted you. That's um, fine. So you're not super flexible, but you can pop out some joints. Yeah, so a lot of people who have hypermobility are like gymnasts, um, ballerinas and stuff like that, which is it's an advantage to them. Um, and they don't have any like pain, anything, any complications really. Whereas mine, yeah. it's more because I am... I do a lot of gym work and I've always kind of been quite athletic. My muscles work overtime to keep all the joints and everything in place. So that's why I get a lot right, of fatigue okay. and and stuff like that. So if I stopped doing probably more strength training, then it will get a lot worse. Right. So, but Ellis Danlos is it's basically it's a condition where your collagen doesn't work how it's meant to and obviously your body is made up of collagen. Like every part of your body is made up of collagen. So right. when I was younger, it was more to do with my joints. Um, so when I was little, I used to sit down in the middle of the road because my knees were hurting. Um, I had to retire from playing football um, and then recently hockey um, just because obviously it's more like the pain. And it's only since yeah. I've reached my 20s, I started to get a lot of fatigue um, and I just couldn't work out where it'd all come from because I'd only been diagnosed with Ellis Danlos or it must have been about 10 years ago now. And apparently it does take a good 10 years, up to 20 years of getting a diagnosis. Really? Because it's not well known. So, no, I know. Yeah. Probably other things could be attributed to, yeah. to it. And the thing is there's so many different symptoms and everyone has their own individual symptoms of it so whereas before I could still exercise I could still do I mean I was looking back now I was actually insane at what I could do like sports wise and it's yeah. only been the last five years where all of a sudden it's just disappeared so like I get a lot of um, heart problems now I get a lot of digestive issues fatigue um, I get a lot of memory issues um, yeah you name it I'm kind of I get a lot of I've got a lot more things happening now to my body than I did have. But Is that typical of the disease then that it gets um, worse? I don't really know. I think it's just one of those things. I mean, I think as time goes on, it does, but it all depends on the individual of what it affects more. So okay. Obviously mine was joint joint pain and because I'd been dealing with it for so long, I could kind of deal with it. It was only if I was running for a long period of time, it'd be after that I'd be like struggling. Whereas now I've got the pain, but it's not that. It's more like the fatigue. It's the, the heart issues I'm having now. And yeah, just not yeah. having the energy, which is so frustrating when you come from a background of sport is your life. Yeah. So. Yeah. And. I mean, I had fatigue in my treatment and it's it's different to just being tired. Oh my God, it? it's yeah. It's like a, a zillion times worse. And I don't think you can really understand it unless you've suffered yeah. proper fatigue because we all say, don't we? I swear to God, as adults, you spend most of your time saying how tired you yeah. are. Um, but 
being fatigued is another is another level it's not being tired no it's, and so yeah, when people say just... oh yeah I, I feel tired too and I'm like it's not I mean even me yeah trying to explain to people because I was I used to always just kind of shrug off and go yeah, yeah I'm just tired I'm just fatigued and just to kind of just change the subject where it's now I'm mm. like no 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 fatigue is completely different it's like get to the point where you're exhausted to talk and like even yeah. eat and stuff it's just like I just can't do anything yeah um, you're literally bound aren't you to yeah the bed or the sofa and yeah it's it's really really tough yeah and I don't know about for you but do you know when it's going to strike or is it no like every day yeah. is so different and even like in the day like hours are different that's the frustrating thing yeah. about my illness is people will look say like I'm having a particularly good day which actually now is not very often but they'd be like oh well she's just gone for a ride for like five hours so how can she be ill as such and but then it would knock yeah. me back for a week or you may find like I literally can't do anything for a week and then so it it can be quite frustrating for people to necessarily understand yeah and do you feel like sometimes you feel like you're being defensive and you've got to justify things and then that can be exhausting as well can't it yeah like, I, I think oh. I'm my own worst enemy because I'd rather just kind of go oh yeah and no, I'm fine just because to me it's just make it's too much of an effort trying to explain to people who you can tell don't really want to necessarily understand they just have already made their kind of decision on what what the problem is rather than kind of just yeah. being like actually do you mind telling me a bit about it it's automatically like, oh, well, she clearly hasn't got a problem or she has, it's not as bad as she makes it out if she can ride for that long. And Yeah, so. who, who are those sort of people that that are like that then? Do yeah, you... I mean, I get, I mean, throughout my working life, I've had it a lot. Um, I was just going to ask, was it, is it your employers? Yeah, and but the mm. thing is, I don't think, like now, because I've always had that and even family members even now they don't get it. Um, but I think also I don't give them a chance to understand it because I already put the barriers down because I feel like I'm already going to get judged. Yeah. So. Yeah. You you don't want to be defending yourself or saying, yeah. well, actually, if I am feeling good, then yeah, I am going to go and smash out a bike ride yeah. because I don't know if the next day I'm going to exactly. feel like I can't get off the sofa. Yeah. But, yeah, it's. I mean, I can I can relate to that little bit um, in terms of the mental exhaustion that that it gives is. you. Yeah, when you navigate it. Yeah, um, Jesus, mate, that it it sounds like it's a a massive bag of uncertainty as well. Which yeah, I always say it's like a get it's a lifetime game of Russian roulette. So it's yeah. kind of like, and then it's trying to work out: do I risk spending all day on the bike and not? feel well for the next five five six days or do I just kind of go out and potter and then be all right but then I might not be so it's just sometimes it's just the nightmare but but I, I just try and kind of make every day count so I, like whereas before because I used to obviously race a lot of road riding um, yeah. I used to do running races um, I used to go to the gym and stuff and I've always had quite big goals set and it's only been this last couple of years 
since all my other problems that it's kind of like do you know what just go out and enjoy my ride don't have don't look too far into the future just focus on now yeah. and you actually find out you end up riding way better because you've not got that pressure of oh but like in two weeks I need to go to a race if I want to race I'll race but it's just taking that pressure of having that goal into in the future yeah so when ha- how (laughs) when did you get diagnosed with it then um when you were little no so my mum had been fighting for years she even got a bless her she even got um questioned by social services because I was in and out of hospital all of the time and I had bruises and everything and obviously which is I do get completely why they did it but bless my mum um but yeah it's only probably about 15 years ago I actually got diagnosed right and then it's like putting it all together it's like oh okay that makes sense yeah why it was why yeah yeah in and out of hospital and stuff um how old are you now if you don't mind me asking I'm 32 32 so you're a teenager when you yeah got diagnosed and you said that you've come from a sporting background and then yeah yeah that's that's a real fucker that is isn't it yeah because that's all I ever wanted to do even at school like I was just not academic all I wanted to do was I I mean I'm very much just kind of like just grab give everything go so I'd watch the Olympics and be like oh yeah javelin yeah I'll give that go or like (laughs) just everything I was just like that's all I ever wanted to do so obviously then going from that to like oh my god I've got my brain's got to think of other things and that's where it can then obviously go into a big crevasse of kind of negativity and but but this last couple of years, considering I've had a lot of time in like hospital and that, it's gives me a chance to kind of go, actually, there is other things that I do enjoy doing other than yeah. riding my bike. So not much, yeah. but there is. So. Yeah, it's it's horrible though, isn't it, that you have to you have to think about it. Mm. And and you're like I don't want to think about it I just want to be able to do what I want yeah. to do why should I have to sit and try and make some calculation if this is this going to wipe me out for a week yeah um and it that level of sort of that extra layer of thinking is just so exhausting oh um, yeah and it can be I quite mean, I, demoralizing as well at times when you're like oh my god like literally last week I could do that and then this week it's like my heart rate's over 200 just kind of walking it's just crazy Oh yeah, mate. So how do you have to have, have you got sorry, there's so many like things going around <laughs> my head. Do you have to have treatment for it? Uh yes. it just... it's it's frustrating because in some ways I wish there was like a blood test that would tell you that's what you've got, because then you can be like, look, people, this is what I've got, because this is what the blood test says, but there's not. Um so I just see um a specialist um in rheumatology who also specialises in Elistan loss. Um, but I'm on the waiting list for a lot of things, which I'm sure a lot of people are at the moment, um, just to try and kind of like make sure everything's in line, everything's working okay, because um, I get a lot of like in- gut inflammation, um, which can obviously make you feel pretty rubbish. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's just kind of getting through that. Cause I, like I had a funny episode the other day, so I'm waiting for the heart specialist. I've got to go to London next week for that. So just a lot of appointments like flying all over the place. Yeah, so. God, it sounds full on. And I think, I mean, I had to have my heart monitored 
And there was something about being told that I had to watch my heart that mm. shit me up more than knowing I'd had cancer. I was yeah. like, oh, my heart, and it's something about, for me, my heart, used, it just used to make me feel really vulnerable and really yeah. scared of, oh God, you know, that's the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's terrifying. Um, and that's, you're fucking dealing with so much stuff, Katie. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's so, not, that's not all, so... <laughs> No, I was going to say that that's like the one of many things it sounds like. Um, yeah. So how how do you keep going? Like, how do you keep putting one foot in front of the other? What? Yeah. What? What's your tactic for that? Honestly, <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, sometimes I'm like, why do I keep kind of put myself through it but then at the same time it's kind of you've got to take the good out of every day and don't get me wrong there's days where like I'm in a really really dark place and like I think dark things um and like the fact that I'm always then going well I clearly haven't got anything if people don't think I have I'm it's all in my head um but it's just like mm. it's just like there is always another day and that's what my mum always used to say to me it's like there's always another day um and it's true and I get to ride my bike and it's really difficult because it's it's hard because you're like, oh my God, there's so many people out there that are going through so much worse. But at that moment in time, you're going through a lot yourself. So it's just giving yourself a break and time to just go, do you know what? It's okay if you don't do anything today. Tomorrow is a new day. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're sort of, what's going on for you when you're suffering is relative to you, isn't it? So- yeah, 100%. You got to be really um, adamant that you don't compare yourself to other people as well, because I don't know. There was times where I'd get told it could be worse. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, no, like, it, could, it couldn't yeah. right now for me. It really yeah. couldn't." Yeah. Um. Well, yes, it it could. There could be a certain set of scenarios that yeah. would be worse, but so that, that phrase can com- yeah completely diminish what you're feeling at that time because yeah. you're like this is this is shit and it doesn't help <laughs> me to think that there are worst off people because yeah. you then punish yourself don't you oh, I should yeah. be moaning because I'm still doing this or whatever um yeah it's a complicated oh it's, it's just a, yeah. a shitter to navigate um so have you always been into mountain biking then yeah, so ever since I can remember, because my my dad used to be a motocross racer, um, okay. and then he used to take my little brother motocross, um, and I always used to used to tag along because I loved that sort of thing. I wasn't allowed to ride, to be fair, but I am a bit of a kamikaze ha- haphazard sort of person. Um, <laughs> but obviously, like we always rode our bikes, made little jumps in the forest. Um, using bricks and whatever we could find so I've always done it it's always been yeah. part of my life so yeah and how does it help you get through you know each day what it's part just, does it play yeah. for you it's it's kind of like I feel like everybody else so if you've like gone yeah. to like a bike park no one's like oh god she's got a problem apart from my gammy arm but you can't really tell so it's kind <laughs> of like it's kind of like everyone just the same it you're not like the odd one out like oh what what's wrong with her or what 
you know and it's yeah. just like it's that escapism as well like you can leave all the shit at home and just go for a ride and if you want to stop and just kind of listen to the birds and whatever you can it really yeah. doesn't matter yeah um that's so true about like blending in almost um and I think you crave that don't you yeah if you feel like I'm just saying this I'm just relating it to it's not obviously not the same um but when I was on treatment and stuff and looked very different looked really ill at one point um when I had a helmet on and my bike stuff no one would know and no. yeah you d- you just can hide and like you say be part of they're just the mon- the everyday and not feel like you've got to yeah say anything so it's really powerful when you put it like that isn't it yeah 100% yeah and then to have that outlet where you can escape it is I imagine incredibly important for you it is sometimes like you just need that time on your own to just go out go ride and then you haven't got the pressure because the problem is sometimes if you go out with people you automatically want to then try and push yourself beyond you know your capability and especially if you're competitive like myself um you can't (laughs) help because you want to be normal so you push yourself beyond your boundaries and then obviously then you suffer for it but it's just because you want to you just kind of don't want to let people down you don't want people to wait for you um, whereas going out on your own you haven't got that pressure it's just you your bike and the forest yeah so take it at your own pace yeah do you do you live close to like trails or the out you know yeah like out- literally <laughs> it's about five minutes of pain to get there so is it up a hill oh the hill is like was it about 20 25 percent it's ridiculous so oh. you like your max heart rate's already like wadong when you get stopped, and then you're like, oh well, at least it's all downhill for the time being. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's good that you've got that on your doorstep. Yeah, yeah. What do you think you'd do without having like mountain biking in your life? I literally, I, I don't know. I, I think it's because it's always been my go-to. So I don't really ever think about what I would do if I didn't have it. Because it's kind of yeah. a scary prospect as well. Because for that time yeah. does come, it's kind of like, oh my god, I literally don't know. Because I mean, I do do other things now that I'm interested in, but I've still got that. I've still got that. Oh, I can still go mountain biking if I feel well enough. It's that kind yeah. of like if I can't ever. Because it got to a point. Uh, it was about a couple of years ago where I didn't think I'd ever be able to because um, I had quite a lot of problems with my arm. So, but that's kind of looking up again now. So, which is good. What 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 is it with your arm then? You so yeah, so I've got another condition called thoracic outlet syndrome. Um, so <laughs> I've broken my clavicle six times. So six times. Yeah. So it's the fourth time I broke it on my left side. Um, it didn't mend. Um, and for a year I was like because my pain threshold is quite high I was like I can feel it grinding it's not fixed um, and I went Ooh. to the hospital and they were like oh no 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 it's definitely fixed because you'd be in a lot more pain and I was like no I can tell you it's definitely not fixed um, and they did an MRI which confirmed that what had happened it had grown the actual bone had grown separately 
so it would never ever then heal um okay. so they so they plated it but the problem is when they plated it they compressed the vein and the artery um in my arm so your brachial plexus has got like all your nerves quite a lot of important things that feed blood oxygenated blood feeling into your fingers and your arm um so the next story was is to have the screw taken out that they thought was impinging um but when they took the screw out loads of like bone pus came out so i ended up having osteomyelitis um so they took the whole plate out um and i was in hospital for over a week and then six weeks of iv antibiotics at home um which i then got sepsis jesus great fun um so yeah (laughs) got that as well um and then i was still even though obviously the plate was out, I was still getting a lot of the impinging feeling. My arm was going like really, really tired. So if I was riding, my arm would just go completely dead, um, oh, which God. obviously isn't fantastic. Um, and it was always <laughs> no. going like a funny colour. Um, and if I lift my arm up above shoulder height, I lost the pulse completely, um, which wow. isn't great. Um, so the idea was then have it, I just leave it, have a look at it. Um But in the meantime, me and my sister went to Iceland, um, which Mm. was incredible. Um, But I jumped into a river and it snapped. My clavicle snapped again while swimming. From from jumping some water? Oh, my God. But luckily, I had two shots of vodka for the way back because it was like (laughs) it's all like off road. So imagine my bone that's like kind of like wobbling around. And obviously I had no painkillers or anything. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, today. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then got back home, got the flight home, um, and went to the Brighton Hospital. And they were like, What did you say you did again? And I was like, No, I literally just jumped into like this lake. And they're like, What? And you've you've done this much damage, and it literally was just like completely ping, it's gone. Jeez. Um yeah so I then had to have it double plated which means I've got now got 12 screws and two plates um and they kind of cleared out a lot of like the scar tissue bone mass um to hopefully free up the vascular bundle in the brachial plexus which then still didn't work so in is it December I think it was December yeah uh, no September I ended up having a rib taken out um so that's the long story short of that so don't break collarbones kids it's not fun jesus so this um i can't even remember sorry what you said it was called but that was brought on because of that clavicle the, break and yeah so the, way the they first initial surgery it. yeah and then ever Shit. since then yeah so um i'm still now waiting because i had a venogram last week to see whether it's clotting um but yeah, it's just kind of like it's still going a long process, but there's not much more you can take out to kind of help it. So I think the long term goal is now is just kind of I have to adapt to the way my yeah. arm is. Um, I mean, it's a lot better than what it was, um, but I still get a lot of weakness. Mainly now is if my heart rate increases. So and then it can obviously get quite tired. So I just I just have to kind of stop, give it its time and then it gets back to some sort of strength again so 
how much time do you have to give it are you talking short term um, or yeah short term it's not it's not long it's just more kind of like because obviously it's it's overworking and there's not much blood necessarily that goes into it as well as right. the other side so yeah that's that but I've got like three scars now so jeez yeah it sounds like you've had absolutely everything that the that your body I, could do to you the I mean, universe I, could do yeah I am a nightmare but that wasn't that was definitely not in the plan I mean normal people would have like a clavicle fracture have it plated or whatever and then Bob's your uncle but me no <laughs> I'm no. a bit different jeez so. um so you want it on your Instagram it says that you want to ride to inspire people yeah um what's your sort of aim with all that then like what I just want to what, kind of like just mean? show it doesn't matter what kind of like your personal struggles are you can still get out and ride your bike and whether it's every day whether it's like literally for five minutes it's it doesn't matter and the feeling that I get the escapism and the kind of freedom I get from it I want everyone else to kind of experience that as well especially yeah. like in the mountain bike scene it is it it is so good for you and like there's just so many more people especially women as well the amount of women that I see that are riding these days it's it's amazing and you just kind of like encourage each other and even if you like I think it's that kind of like self kind of power of oh my god I've just cleared a jump and you get that feeling of like I literally can conquer everything from yeah. like going from like struggling at home and like oh my god my body's useless and they're just having that like five minutes of kind of fame as it were it's just like oh my god I feel amazing yeah and it's a I know what you mean so you it's like you accomplish something and then you're like oh my god my body's incredible because yeah. Yeah, you'll compare it to the previous 24 hours or whatever where you were, you know, not capable of anything. And then, but even if you haven't got like an underlying illness and you're, you know, you look very luckily healthy, uh, just doing something like that, that feeling that you get when you beat your brain and you, you scare yourself, but it works out is, it's just awesome. I mean, maybe you can get that in other sports. Um no I don't know <laughs> that's what I was just thinking yeah. I was like what other sports would there yeah. be like you score a goal in like hockey football climbing I mean, yeah, you can get to the top of roots yeah but I guess that, I we're, we're biased aren't we yeah I think it's that element of like danger of like oh god this could go really wrong or oh my <laughs> god I've actually survived <laughs> and then you forget and then you die. don't do it again yeah <laughs> what um so for you it sounds like there's there's obviously a lot of there's a lot more shit to consider in, if you were to come off so if you've jumped in water and your bone is broke yes you've broke it a few more times before but how does it like there's a few questions wrapped up into this waffle does that make you paranoid um and how do you approach like feature or whatever on your bike knowing that you've got another layer of potential risk because of you know what you're having to deal with yeah I've just basically got to land on the right side not the left (laughs) 
<laughs> have you learned how to like fall to the right then? No, no. I mean, I've done that one <laughs> twice, so that's not any much, not much better. But, um, but yeah, I, I have, I for some reason have the ability to shut off completely. Of yeah. kind of, I mean, obviously it is always kind of in the back of my mind somewhere. But when I'm riding, I just don't even think about it. It's more my boyfriend going, no, you can't do that. And I'm just like, oh, I kind of want to. Um, yeah. But the only the only thing at the moment that I have to be careful is because I'm on blood thinners. So, and I'm a bit, yeah, a bit of a crash test dummy. So I've just got to be a bit careful with that. But apart from that, I tend to kind of like, life's very short. If you're riding a mountain bike and you're afraid you're going to get hurt, why are you doing it? It's, yeah. it's part and parcel of the game, really. And that's kind of why we do it is that element of danger. If it was easy, and I mean, obviously, we don't want to get hurt, but that's kind of part of the spice of riding a bike. The adrenaline. Yeah. So Yeah, you're making, you're making me sit and think, Sometimes I have days where I'm like, I do not want to fall off today. I really, really don't want to hurt myself. <laughs> I don't really, I get days like, like that, but they're, they're few and far between. By that yeah, point, see, by I, the time I thought about that, I've already fallen off. So, that <laughs> <laughs> you're a lot more um, braver than me, Katie. Because yeah, sometimes I really, I, I don't know if it's linked because I had to spend quite a bit of time off my bike and couldn't ride it yeah. as much as I wanted to. Um, I still rode, but I couldn't ride like I was riding before all the shit happened. That I'm really conscious now of if I really hurt myself and like break something or, you know, whatever, I feel like I've had so much time off the bike, if you like, yeah. being limited to how much I can ride that I don't want to, I don't, if I can help it, I don't want to put myself in that situation again. Um yeah, I guess you do it. We all have our different levels of like caution, don't we? And we all, well, yeah. I feel like I stay within my limits because there are things that I could do that would potentially push myself. But sometimes if I'm not in the mood, I'll just be like, nah, because I just really don't want to fuck it up and then hurt yeah. myself and then have to have a few weeks off the bike. It's for me, yeah, that, that, the idea of that is so frustrating. Um, Hey, it's me. Just a cheeky little interruption here to remind you to go over to the website and sign up to the newsletter. Give me a follow on socials at Girls on Wheels podcast. And if you're enjoying this, head over to podchaser.com and leave me a raving review as it helps me so much. And I really appreciate it. Now back to the episode. Yeah, it sounds like you're just a nutter. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good though. It's people like, oh yeah, go off there. I'm like, all right. And they're like, oh maybe we shouldn't have said that and it's just but the thing is I do get days where I'm like oh I feel quite delicate and then I yeah. just go out for a ride and I don't want to do anything crazy and then I get days where I'm just like yeah it's just go for it but well yeah I mean why not yeah <laughs> I think it's it's interesting um you sort of I just wonder if when you're on your bike you sort of said you just completely shut off mm. do you feel like you're just a completely normal not saying you're not normal you know what I mean you're yeah. completely you're Katie that hasn't got a being and at a hospital 
your yep. Katie that's riding her bike there is nothing to think about outside of that and it yep. allows you to just feel like a I don't want to say I hate the word normal but a, a human without thinking of these two things that are going on with you do you call them diseases no so it, they're both called syndromes syndromes uh, sorry okay. yeah yeah but yeah you're not Katie with these two syndromes that you're dealing with you are Katie the mountain biker and that's really that's so power that's gonna be goosebumps saying that because it's it's fucking amazing that is isn't it like, yeah the power of a bike and or the power of whatever sport someone loves but yeah. for us it's bikes that you can be dealing with all that shit but then you get on your bike and you're like oh I'm not thinking about any of that yeah and it's not affecting how I ride I'm just going to go for it because you then feel like a yeah you're, you're fitting in you're, you're like your mates or whatever yeah. you're not wrapping yourself up in cotton wool and it's it's such a great release isn't it yeah um and yeah god I just love that I love that you sort of able to shut off from it and it's just like that kind of like you see like another biker that jumps a jump and then you do exactly the same thing it's like you're exactly the same it's not like oh bless her she's I mean she's trying but like she's got problems (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah there's no no pity no pity parties for Katie yeah um wow thank god for bikes I know yeah yeah, no wonder that that you don't even want to think about if there was ever a time where you couldn't ride. Um, but fuck, yeah, jeez. Um, I think yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking. Sorry, my brain's just like just pondering that and yeah, reflecting on that. But you definitely will be inspiring people because it, you know, when someone's going through like a real hardship and all that I, th- I imagine there's people sat there that are like oh touch wood thank god I've never been unhealthy yeah. you know I've never had something my health taken away from me what what's my excuse if that makes sense yeah it, it's um, weird I feel I'm actually thankful for what I could do um because then it makes me realize and it makes me appreciate actually I've done really well but I've had my time of like being able to do such like incredible things and actually give myself a pat on the back for what I could do um because obviously at the time I was always like oh no I can always do better oh like Mm. even though I was like winning races and stuff like I ran a 60 mile race once and I'd only ever ran 60 but I'd I'd only ever run 12 miles before in my life and I won it and it's just like looking back now I'm like how the hell did I do that and it's like at the time, we're like, oh, well, I could have gone quicker and stuff. And you're like, give yourself a break. Whereas now, because obviously I'm lucky to be able to do anything each day, it just kind of, yeah, it just makes you so much more content with what you've done. And you're yeah. more appreciative of what you can do now. Yeah, because suddenly it's not a given, is it? No. And yeah you've got a constant reminder of well if your body decides that this is a day you're gonna feel fatigued yeah um that yeah you're gonna seize those moments where you're you know feeling like you've got some beans and yeah 
go for it full ham I mean like, I still like get days where I'm like bloody hell like I did really good today like because I still mm. I've still got that p- competitive streak in me and I think I've, I'm always going to have it um but obviously it's just not a lot of the time now so like I'll go to the gym and I'm like oh I wonder if I could deadlift that or I can like I wonder if I can do that and I will always give it a go it's just yeah. because that like, it's just the way I am um, so I'm always yeah. going to have them moments where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try and do that. Um, yeah, I'm not... you get, yeah, you're not, sounds like you're not, um, you don't hold back. You don't no. let it. <laughs> Is it a case of like, it, you feel like it's taken enough away from you that any, any moments, any opportunities for you to win, if you like, yeah. you're going to take them? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just. Everything that I can do, I will put in 110%. But then I do get days where I can't, but I'll still go out and write. Yeah. So, but like the days that I can, I will do. Yeah. So So you go to the gym. I saw on your Instagram, like you go to the gym and yeah, that massive part of like keeping you strong and together almost. It sounds like like I didn't rip out. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realise how important it was to me because I've always yeah. done sport and then it was only until, obviously, I had my shoulder problems and I, when I was quite ill, uh, my muscle mass kind of decreased and I didn't realise how much wobbly my body was. Like, yeah. all my joints and that were just, like, my ribs were popping out um, oh, wow. and everything, yeah. So the gym is so important to me, but the good news is, well, I love it, so it yeah. could be worse <laughs> I love the gym so it just it does help a lot for me yeah and I so I started going I've, I'm proper into it now um started like four months ago and actually just absolutely love it and I've got the bug for it and it no longer feels like a like I've got to drag myself I mean occasionally because I'm trying to go a bit earlier in the morning, I'll have yeah. to have a word with myself. But <laughs> there's something really satisfying about seeing yourself get stronger. Yeah. And from where you've started, I guess it, you could relate that to mountain biking. That yeah, I remember I couldn't. I had a bit of a twingy back, and I didn't trust that my back would hold any weight. And I was basically doing the motion of a Romanian deadlift. With yeah. no weights, no weights, just me going back and forward. And I felt like I couldn't hold it and that I it was hurting yeah. and I didn't trust my back. And just watching over the four months, like adding a bit more weight, adding some weight, then a bit more. And then yeah. yesterday I just, because I was waiting in between a set, I was just near these like pre-weighted bars and I just picked up the... It was the 31, just picked up the 31 and just did did a few casual, I know that's not a lot of weight, but I just did a few while I was waiting and I was like, like oh, oh, I mean, I, I knew I was going to be able to do it because I'd done it on the proper thing a few weeks ago, but just in four months going from not even being able to bend forward and feel like I could hold it to just doing that gives you this amazing sense of accomplishment and then... I guess for yourself, it's like double whammy because it's keeping you like mobile and able to to do your things when you've got the energy. Yeah, I mean, I think even like for anybody, it's like not necessarily, oh, you need to like become like Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything, but I think it is so important as part of 
the human anatomy and the body. Like, I mean, I know when I used to run, so many runners used to get so many injuries because obviously it's the repetitive impact on your feet and they don't do anything else but that. And obviously you think the pressure that goes through your knees, through your hips. Um, So, yeah, I do think like even just going, just doing a little bit of strength training is so important um, for anybody. But I love it. And it kind of went, it's weird because mine went from obviously doing uh, CrossFit competitions and being able to like ring muscle ups and like my body was like, I was massive. Wow. Um, And then obviously going from that to then literally not being able to lift, like not doing, being able to do a pull up, which for me was quite easy. Um, And it's only been this last probably a couple of months where I've started getting it back again. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd ever be able to do a lot of the stuff due to my arm not being brilliant, but then you adapt. So that's the thing. It's just going, no, I can do it, but I might just have to do it a little bit different. Um, Yeah. 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 It's it's difficult in every sort of sense where, buggers for looking back aren't we and comparing oh, 100%. ourselves and being like oh well I used to be able to do that yeah why can't I do it now or even in the you know you've been on your bike one day and you've cleared a drop and then the next yeah. two days later you can't do it and we beat ourselves up don't we but I did it I did it and it's a bugger like I have to work really hard at not getting into that mindset yeah I mean I, I was did. so much fitter and yeah. it sounds like you were you've I've got that constant insane. reminder yeah, and the thing is, I don't think, like, I love, like, Instagram and stuff like that, but, like, sometimes it is a bit of a double-edged sword because even though it gives you memories of, like, amazing times and that, you still, I still get the times where I look at it and I'm like, oh, my God, but I want to look like that again. And it's, like, yeah. sometimes, or, like, I want to be able to do that again or whatever, but it's just about trusting the process and just enjoying where you are now. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you keep your mindset so strong, Katie? Um, It's not all the time. Um, It depends if I'm having a good day or a bad day. But if I'm having a good day, like, it, I feel like I can, like, conquer the world. Like, it's amazing. Um, It probably helps because my boyfriend, he's so supportive. Um, He's been through a lot. And especially, like, he could do, like, a whole day's work and then he'll come in and he have to do the dinner or... Um, or if we do go for a ride and he can tell that I'm struggling or I need a break, he will be like, no, we are stopping. You're having a break. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because it used to be my mum, but my mum passed away. So she kind of left that Aww. legacy of, like, being able to just keep going um, and keeping strong. And then, bless Jack, he, he was only, I was only with him for a year before it all happened with my mum. So and he's still going, so... I must be all right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about your mum. That's right. Yeah. Fucking, fucking hell. Well, Jack, Jack sounds like a a good egg. <laughs> he is a very good egg. Bless him. He sounds like you're, um, what do you call it? You know, you've got like a good, an angel on your shoulder. Yeah. Like in your ear and the other shoulder's the devil or whatever. He sounds like he's the one that's yeah. telling you. Oh, you need to like, rest now. Yeah, it's even like a drop. I'm like, oh, I'll do that. And he goes, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, but I want to. It's like the other day, I really wanted to do this jump. But then obviously he's thinking of, right, you're on blood thinners. If you come off, we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, where where are we yeah. going to get help from? And I'm just like, oh, but I want to hit it. I think I can do this. <laughs> It'd be fine. So he kind of makes me stop and think, go, actually, we can always do it another day. 
we don't have to yeah. do it now because obviously me I'm like okay I'm out on my bike this is a win mm. right let's try and do things all today because it might not happen tomorrow so it's just yeah. kind of like sometimes I need that I need him to be like just stop a minute and sense check yeah 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 and do you find that that when you're in that mindset of oh my god I'm out I'm on my bike I'm having a good day that it can feel quite exhausting because yeah you want to do everything you can and you're like I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to do that and yeah yeah it's it's such a tricky one to manage and you know touch with I there was an end point to me managing that mm. um took a while but yeah it's you want to do everything when you can but then that will screw yeah. you up it's so honestly Katie like I I sympathize with you a lot on that um and fair fucking play to you <laughs> yeah but like sometimes I get up and I'm like oh my god it's like after I've been for a ride like day one I'm like oh my god it's a miracle I'm fine and then it yeah. could be like the next hour I'm like oh my god I'm not fine I'm not fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah ah oh, damn it fooled me <laughs> yeah, yeah it's you like I'm still like- here <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Knock, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Um, yeah, it's... I'm in, I'm in admiration and awe because, yeah, it's... It, it just sounds like the most complicated part of fucking stuff yeah. that is ever-changing. Ever you can't oh, predict no. it. Um, and, yeah, seriously, shit but you're making the most of the days where you can do stuff. But yeah. then that, that in itself is just exhausting because it's another layer of you having to constantly think about Yeah, stuff. and it's like and obviously being an adult as well, it's like, oh, income and stuff like that. Because yeah. I used to work, so I'm a dog walker, um, but I worked in a pharmacy as well. So when I first kind of took on my career as being a dog walker, I kept with the pharmacy just in case I wasn't getting enough income. Um, and it, I... I think I I quit like two weeks ago from the pharmacy because it's just like I just can't do it all because it was just the pressure of like right having to go into work then having to walk the dogs and it's just mm-hmm. like that but what if I'm not well enough because obviously I was getting exhausted then I wasn't able to walk dogs or I wasn't able to go into work so it's that extra pressure of like especially if I'm out riding it's like the consequence for me riding will I be okay to go to work the next day and it's like yeah. that feeling of like tremendous guilt of like oh my god so I've lost money today because I went for a ride yesterday but it's what it's it's that fine line of like yes money you need it like you need to work but at the same time you also need to live yeah so it can be quite yeah I think you're underplaying it there it's it's massive and you need to keep your mental health good Mm. and if biking gives you that sort of tops up your energy tanks and your mental health like your mental well-being is you know increased then you've got to do that to be able to live and feel good about yeah life you can't just be like okay I'm not going to do anything because I need to preserve my energy for what for mooching around your house like not but that's thing I think like obviously yeah like losing my mum um which was quite traumatic at the time because like we found out she got diagnosed in December and we lost her in February 
So Aww. it's like a really, really quick process. But it's just yeah. like you kind of look and you go, what did my mum actually do, bless her? She kind of worked all her life for what? And it's something yeah. it kind of makes you realise she wouldn't have wanted me to just work, work, work. And I mean, work is very important, but then so is being happy and living your life. And yeah, yeah. So then I obviously I stopped working in the pharmacy, so I just walk dogs, and it's the best thing I ever did because, like, dogs that I have are really, really good. The owners are really, really good and quite understanding because that's a problem as well. Battling with kind of taking on dogs and then next thing you know you're like oh by the way I've got this I've got this and then it's just like oh well we don't want you sort of thing so I tend to not say anything which is also Mm. really difficult um but yeah no they they seem to be really good and I can be a lot more flexible so if I want to walk dogs in the morning and then I need a break then I can and then I can walk dogs in the afternoon so a lot better than trying yeah yeah trying to go to like a a day job yeah yeah. Um, well, sounds good. Little doggies as well. There's yeah. nothing better than being around a pack of dogs, is there? I know. Oh, yeah. little puppy. I'm trying to convince my mum to get a puppy. Um, we had a dog, but he, um, yeah, he was old, so he's not yeah. he's not with us anymore. Bless him. But it's just leaves. I a love void, old dogs and... though when they're like all wobbly and they're like oh little grey hairs oh it's so beautiful and then you get little toe rags I mean god (laughs) I mean if anyone could hear what I call them sometimes I I love them and they just all the dogs are so funny but sometimes you're like why is it like some days they're all really well behaved you're like oh my god look at me I'm a dog walker professional I have control over every single one of them next thing you know you're like (laughs) what what is going on like humping (laughs) each other like just just mayhem sometimes that's hilarious but yeah that's so funny um it's been really I'm really grateful that you reached out and that you sort of were able to share all that stuff um because yeah I didn't know anything about that and yeah it's another thing that you think Jesus you just don't know that what people are are dealing with do you no yeah it's been really interesting to hear and I can relate to like little bits of it, but I, you know, you're just hats off to you, mate, because. Thanks. Yeah. I think, you know, people might hear this and they go, oh my God, if that was me, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd just sort of succumb to it. But you don't. When it's your life, you're like, yeah, no, I'm doing everything I frigging so can. You, you haven't got a choice, have you? Like, yeah, you don't oh, have brain. a choice. It's like, well, don't have a choice. It's. No. Yeah. Do or die, so. Yeah. And you, you're always going to do. I would yeah. say everyone will choose to do. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've just got some little questions. Uh, some of them are silly. <laughs> um, okay, do you have a mountain bike crush? Um, hmm, do I? I don't think so. I have to think about it, so that must mean I don't. Okay, maybe, yeah, if there's not one person that no, there's many. to your mind. <laughs> <laughs> too many to choose too many okay you, you can have a pass on that we'll let you i'll pass uh, <laughs> where's your favorite place to ride oh oh where's my favorite place to ride i love bike park wales mm, like yeah. literally what? love it especially like murphy rocks is really good oh Fishes i hate Valley. that one why 
it's fantastic. I just, it's so rocky for the sake of being rocky, and I just, I'm not a fan. No, the funny thing is because Jack's only been riding like two years, and we went there at Christmas, and obviously it was raining. And I was like, yeah, let's go down Murph Rocks. And he goes, well, won't it be closed? And I was like, why? He's like, because it's raining. I'm like, oh dear, you clearly are new to this sport. <laughs> Bless him. Um, it's slippy. <laughs> yeah, but I love bike park wells i have never been to diffy so i really really want to go to diffy um and there's uh, a secret yeah. trail by us if you know daryl brown um he's done a few kind of videos on it's very very steep it's like the steepest in the uk i would have thought oh, wow. so um that's pretty insane i'm hoping to go there on saturday but we'll see oh i'll keep an eye out on your instagram and see if you <laughs> post about it um yeah dovey's fun i only rode one trail there but Wow, it was incredible. Yeah. Like you really, really feel like a mountain biker because you are in the mountains. Like yeah. it's starting off from the top and just coming down on the exposed bit is it's just amazing. Like amazing. it's almost like you want to walk your bike so you can just appreciate the scenery. Um yeah, it's it's an incredible place. Um and I am going there in a few weeks and hopefully I'll be oh, able to try cool. a few more a few more trails out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was a bit scared of the, someone told me that the jumps at the bottom of 50 hits or one of them were like going up the side of a house. And then all I kept thinking was, I'm going to do that thing about rolling back. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is a big fear of mine. That, oh, horrible. So I just had that in my head and I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to make, I hadn't even seen them, but I'd made the decision. No, I'm not going to do them. Um, But in a few weeks, I, I think I'm just going to pretend I never heard that and just yeah. go for it and see what happens. See what happens. Um, oh God, I feel like I've jinxed myself now. Yeah. I need to find some wood to touch. Um, <laughs> do you, when you're approaching a sketchy bit of trail, or like when you're dropping in, do you have mm-hmm. a song that goes through your head that you sing to distract you? Um, no, no, no. I, I literally there's a nothing. Or I just go, wee. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, yeah, you're just yeah. disengaged and just go for, yeah. go or, for it. Or, shit. <laughs> Uh-oh, I've made oh, a mistake. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I going to die? die. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, if you could wave a wand and be granted like a mountain bike skill there and then, what would it be? Um backflip <laughs> I love that loads of people have gone corner in a wheelie um jumping or whatever but no Katie a backflip yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing yeah, I don't do well with backflips have you been trying well not on my, not on a bike but every time I've tried backflipping something I knock myself out so at the moment it's probably not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious we um went to Ramp World and I got in a foam pit for the first time and it felt like I'd gone to the roof and back yeah. down. But obviously, it was like one centimetre. <laughs> but even doing that just made me appreciate um, the skill of people that, that then flip their bike or they do oh, like no. a 360 or take a limb off. I'm like, I mean, I did feel like I did have a lot of time because I felt like I'd gone to the roof. However, yeah. The thought of trying to be like, right, okay, brain, take your hand off or go up the takeoff and then do something with your body yeah. where you're going to, oh, 
it's amazing no I, um, I just forget halfway through the rotation what I'm doing <laughs> so then I just stop rotating and you're just like what are you doing fair play so. to try in Katie Jesus I mean I'm definitely yeah I think I need to to practice a little bit went, more oh yeah because I went to gymnastics so I was like oh yeah I'll hone in on the skills and even they were like what are you doing like you meant to tuck and I literally just jumped and went like this and they're like, and I'm just looking at the sky and they're like, well, you have to tuck. You can't just stay like a pancake in the sky. <laughs> God, imagine you with a bike on you. I know, well. I know. What trouble you'd get into that same thing. <laughs> um, oh, you'll be a good one to ask this question to if you were, used to do loads of road races. Mm-hmm. Would you, do you, would you ever wear pants under your padded shorts? No. No. No, naked Why? is the way forward. Oh, because chafage, our... chafage as yes. well. Oh my thank, god! Thank you. Yeah, thank no, you, never. everyone listening that said they yeah. would. You're weird. What? No. Um, you, why? I mean, it's like I, d- I, double. Yeah. Yeah, but I think people say, "Oh, well, if you come off," and I'm like, "That's the last thing I'll probably be caring about right now is what underwear I'm wearing." So yeah, no, oh, the, it's a definite no-no. Yeah, definite no-no. And if you're a seasoned road racer, then I feel like that is the that's the correct answer. Yeah. Um, who is your like riding who do you get your riding inspiration from i mean pretty much everyone veronica sadler's really cool um yeah tanny seagrave just because like with recent with her obviously her um head injury and that and like what she's been through as well um yeah. just like like to be fair i i never really have a particular one person that I kind of go to it's just everybody it's like just kind of like the girl down the road or whatever it's it's incredible and even like Casey Gemma like like what she's gone through it's just and how she keeps going and keeps smiling um yeah I, I don't have a particular person I just love seeing everyone enjoying themselves progressing yeah their goals um and just being quite like raw about their lives as well. It yeah. just shows that not no one is perfect. Everyone's got some sort of challenges in their lives and we've all come together because we love mountain biking. Yeah. It's so. really Yeah, it brings brings everyone together no matter what, doesn't it? No matter yeah. what's going on, which I think is really, really powerful. Um what is one change in mountain biking that you Oh God, I can't <laughs> see a sentence together. Great on a podcast. Um, I'm not even going to edit this either. Uh, what's one change in the sport that you think would make the biggest difference to more women entering? Oh, that is a good one. I don't... Like, so I used to race years and years ago and it literally used to be just me and two other women, which was obviously not fun. Um mm. I mean, the way it's progressing lately is incredible. Like, especially with the project Evolve and stuff. But yeah. the thing is, it's women that are organising women events. It'd be nice if it was kind of the men included as well. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. I think just obviously just having access of having like women's in the racing scene. Um Yeah which obviously is so much better than it ever used to be. Um, yeah, I don't, to be fair, it's quite a hard 
one to kind of yeah I think there's like a million answers isn't there yeah just kind of like I guess just keep girls just just keep going wild and just being cool because I mean like the like ability of women these days with mountain biking is insane yeah and it's it's definitely become a lot more kind of feminine in a way like it's a lot more like oh there are like girls that do it there's guys that do it that it's just it's very much like we're accepted into it now and guys actually really like seeing women ride yeah 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 um i appreciate that is a a question with a a zillion different answers yeah (laughs) sounds like we're we're going in the right direction oh 100 percent. yeah um Okay. And what would be your tip for someone like brand new to mountain biking? To yeah. Just go out and enjoy yourself. Don't like literally don't focus too much on kind of like the ride as such. Don't focus too much of in the future. Just go out, enjoy yourself and have just no pressure. Just yeah, just keep pedaling really yeah and it's it's great fun and there's especially women there's so many women and the guys are lovely as well like I think like whereas before like years ago you'd be a bit like oh we're girls we shouldn't really be here whereas now they absolutely love it and you get one in probably a thousand guys that aren't particularly nice and but you get that with women as well so yeah like and in yeah sorry you go yeah, like any sport, you get it. So yeah, that's what I, just, I was just gonna say. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. In all walks of life, like there's twats everywhere, oh, isn't yeah. there? There's twats in mountain biking. Yeah, there's twats in football. There's twats in Lidl. Like wherever you go, yeah. there are knobheads. So there are bound to be knobheads in the sport. But yeah, most people are. Yeah great it's just a shame because those minority knobheads ruin it don't they yeah people I I just love it like the amount of times I think it's because they see that we're women and this is literally the minority but like you'll be going up and up uplift because me and Jack were going to uplift and there was this guy going oh yeah I've done this I've done this I'm going to go (laughs) down here and then the next thing like we're following them and we've caught up with them and you're like (laughs) But I thought you. I thought we heard you that you could do this and do that, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> just like no, and you're just like, excuse me, can I come through, please? <laughs> Peacocking like, oh. in the uplift, yeah. and then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We I went on a ride, and there was this guy. I, he was just, I don't know. You sort of take no notice, but he was talking about all the trails and where we were because we didn't really know where we were and mm. he was saying about this oh there's this drop there's this jump there's this gap there's this there's that I mean you sort of got the impression that he you know he was riding it all like you didn't yeah. really think too much of it but then we he went down the trails and we all caught him up including me and I'm usually the one at the back that's a bit slower so that's saying something <laughs> um and he was going round them all and I was mean, he like oh no I'm just showing you I don't want to <laughs> No, but he, we never said anything and I wasn't going to like bring it up or anything, but it was just a bit curious because we were like, why did you give all that bravado? Yeah. Like this peacock in this, I'm this, like we don't care. Like you don't no. have to pretend that you're a good rider. We ain't going to yeah. do any less of you. Like, but don't bullshit because you will get, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Bill caught him up. And then he was going round. And even some of the things he went round, I looked at and thought, oh, I would have done that. Yeah. Which is saying something because I'm a class wimp. But yeah, it was just interesting this. Yeah, sometimes you get... But then you get it everywhere, I think. Yeah. yeah you get it in like the gym and that. And like, oh, and I'm just like, mm. oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God, the gym. The gym and oh, some the gym's of the worst, isn't it? odd people in there. Well, like they're and... banging the weights. I'm like... Well, don't lift them if you literally cannot put them down properly. They're like, oh. yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god, please, just yeah. I mean, stop. <laughs> it's, I mean, everyone looks in the mirror, and I think when you, you know, looking after your body and you're progressing and stuff, it's good mm. to see those changes. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, and you know, I'll look at my form in the mirror. Well, sometimes I'll cut if I'm trying to hang and do a pull up, which I can't do. So fair. Play. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can see some like muscle in my arm and yeah, I'll be and like, like oh. oh which is fine but this this bloke he literally he might as well kiss his fucking muscle in the mirror he he he's doing that classic thing that you see where he lifts his t-shirt up to reveal yeah. his like bulging bicep and then he's like he's literally yeah, like, flexing like... in the mirror <laughs> in the middle of like a pure gym and I'm so cringed out for him because I'm yeah. like we can oh all God. see you. We yeah. can see you in reflections. Like, stop it. But I swear to God, it's like he struts. He's strutting around and he's trying to see if any of the girls are looking at him. And then he's it's literally It's got to be like the his... worst place. Because oh, it's like, even like, I, like, I must be the weirdest person. Because I go, I go into gyms like I do when I go, like, go riding. If I see someone, like, I cheese someone, I'm like, yes. Like, there was these girls the other day doing like hip thrust and they were like lifting a really, really big weight. And I went over and I was just like, wow, what are you lifting? And they were like, hundred and like fifty or something. I was like, oh really wow. good effort. And literally they just looked at me and I was like, oh okay, no comment allowed. Like like not allowed to give any positivity. Like yeah. you just get a lot that don't but it's just I guess it's just the way people are. But I'm just very much like, yeah, well done. And it's just like, oh maybe you're not meant to do that here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a mountain bike trail. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants encouragement or whoops. No. no. <laughs> that's hilarious um okay and finally if a squid so i you've probably heard if you've listened to a podcast you know why i use the word squid um Mm -hmm. but if a squid could make a noise what would this what would that noise be um like a bird yeah why not you just want to be different like a bird there you go another night could have wings could Although I don't think it does. It's got tentacles. Nothing's impossible. Hybrid. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay. Thanks so much again, Katie. I really appreciate it. And I've enjoyed chatting to you. Um, And yeah, fair play for putting one foot in front of the other each day and doing what you can when you can. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Girls on Wheels. If you enjoyed it, please head over to podchaser.com and leave me a review. And don't forget to tell all your mates. If you've got any comments or want to get in touch, head over to my socials and drop me a message as I love hearing from you guys. I hope that by listening to this today, it's made you want to get out and ride your bike.